I'm now speaking from a studio in Boston with Paul Boyne of Manu Life Asset Management, who, with his colleague Don McGraw, manage our global equity income fund. Paul, hello to you. Hey, how are you doing? And Paul, I want to start by talking about the opportunity set in the current market. You voiced concern about liquidity as a result of quantitative easing, causing uh, an environment where potentially it's more difficult to find good quality opportunities for the portfolio. What's your current view on that? Let's look at each part of that and start with the liquidity side. Basically, what we've seen, I think, is a very big build-up in debt, especially when you compare it to what's been pretty stagnant profit levels. And in fact, as we look through every global sector, all sectors have increased their debt levels, except probably for financials, essentially banks, US banks, which have been under structural pressure to reduce them. So you've had this liquidity-driven, broad build-up of debt pretty much across the world. There's a certain sense of that as people try to lock in low interest rates. And indeed, I think central banks have tried to encourage it uh, in order to sort of kickstart economies. But where the problem lies is capital allocation decisions, including income decisions and return to shareholders, should be driven by return dynamics, not necessarily by financing. And when you say income income decisions, you mean the, the dividends that companies pay? Exactly. The decision by management teams to return cash to shareholders, primarily for us as an income fund in the form of dividends, but also, say, secondarily in the form of buybacks. And actually, when you look at the return of capital to shareholders, it's really that buyback element which has been the big volatile part. It sort of comes and goes depending on how managers feel about the world. So just to be clear about that, that's when, when a company is buying back its own shares and retiring those shares so that, so that it, it provides a boost to the company earnings. Technically, absolutely. And then as an analyst, I'll be I'll slightly awkward and go, unfortunately, it doesn't always work that way because when we look at buybacks, at least, we see a lot of buybacks essentially being quasi-cash compensation for management teams using our cash as shareholders rather than actually returning cash to shareholders. In other words, what they're doing is they're giving management options or restricted stock companies are then using their cash flow to offset the dilution that that creates. So on a net basis, we don't actually see any great share reduction, but managements in the meantime have been com- compensated pretty pretty well. Yeah, so it, some doesn't, so it doesn't sound as if you're particularly positive about buybacks, yet dividends, uh, when they're actually being paid out of cash flow, are, are a more meaningful statement by a company. Absolutely. I mean, there's a recurrence requirement essentially on placed on dividends and as an income fund we're primarily looking for cash streams that are repeatedly returned to us i.e dividend streams now that's not to say we don't like buybacks when they're net share reducers as a form of of returning cash especially if we feel that the company is cheap but it's just something to watch out for because i don't think all buybacks are necessarily done in that way and, and Paul, given the the, um, the dividend yield feature of the portfolio and the strength of uh, global equity markets, how do you feel about the opportunity set in the current environment? Sure. So I think I think the opportunity set essentially has shrunk because of what we've seen. It's come from two aspects. One is we've seen big price movements essentially because of the liquidity that you refer to. In other words, asset price inflation across the board, including obviously stock prices. Now, that drives down the dividend yield that we're receiving. So as we look for companies that generate 
what we believe to be an acceptable return for the end client, that population shrinks simply because of price appreciation. The other aspect is we're obviously looking for what we believe to be quality companies. We want downside protection as well for our end client. So as companies have assumed debt on their balance sheets and very often then use that to return cash to us, i.e. buybacks, divs, etc., balance sheets have deteriorated. So that has also moved a certain amount of companies out of our investable universe because it reduces what we perceive as the qualitative aspect of that company and increases risk by combining essentially operating risk of a company with financial risk. So both of those aspects have driven down the ultimately the population set that we're able to focus on for an income fund. So if I look at a stock that you've bought in the portfolio recently, Affiliated Managers Group, what were the characteristics of that stock that made you consider it an attractive investment? So, I mean, that is a company that does have a low yield. So, in fact, it was initiated for the first time this year. Now, as we look at its stocks across the portfolio, there are basically three buckets into which they fall. There's the primary requirement of dividends, so income stocks. There's also lower yielding stocks, but those that have high growth, and I put AMG into that category, uh, primarily because it's off a low base. And then finally, there are companies that we own for the capital appreciation element. So we're really trying to mix it into those three broad buckets. And in fact, if I go back over time to our relationship with St. James's Place, we've actually purchased stocks for the income portfolio where our research and our communication with management teams have told us that even though there's no dividend today, that that will begin. And Accenture, for example, in the past was an example of this, where we bought it with no yield, and then that began to grow and became quite meaningful. Now, AMG is an example of that. Its yield is about half a percent, give or take. It will have, we think, good dividend growth, but admittedly, as I say, that's awful low yield. And the primary attraction for us was the capital opportunity. So when AMG is a collection of investment managers, essentially, and we were offered the opportunity to buy it at a, an absolute and relatively low multiple. So we saw significant upside, 30% plus, and limited downside because the stock was already trading us at levels that, like I say, multiples that are historically low. The reason we were given that opportunity essentially was because of question marks over the organic growth of the company, over the trend towards passive, um, even though they have about 40% of their book of business in alternatives. And that stock has done very well for us so far. We've, we've appreciated quite a lot. But it's a good example where we're trying to mix the higher income side with the capital appreciation side to combine the elements into the aggregate portfolio. And finally, very briefly, if, I'm, uh, if I may ask you, Given the, the, the balance of opportunities that you've got, does that make you still feel as optimistic about prospects for the future as you have in the past? Yeah, I think, I think the, the opportunity set is clearly lower. Um, so we need to increase our due diligence and, and our overall work, essentially, to identify those companies that are appropriate for the portfolio. When I look at the portfolio today, I think there's, there's an awful lot of value in that portfolio that hasn't been realized. So that makes me very excited. And whilst, as I say, whilst the... It's harder today to uncover opportunities. They still exist, and that ultimately is our job to to do that. Paul Boyne, thank you very much. That's really fascinating. Really appreciate your time. Thanks, Chris.
views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.